Grow up. Cut the boy shit. Cut the boy shit. Hey, Bachelor Nation. This is the Bachelor for the Ages podcast, and we're talking all things Bachelor. The romance, the tears, the drama, and everything in between. So if you like it, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. All right, let's get into it. What's up, Bachelor fans? I'm Sarah. And I'm Debbie. And we're here recapping KB season episode three. Two? Oh my gosh, three. Three. Wow. Three. Wow, we're already on season we're episode already on three. <laughs> season three. We're past season three. Yeah. Episode three. It's crazy. This is jam-packed, Sarah. We've got a lot. I mean, I have notes upon notes upon notes. I have all, look at all these pieces of paper. Yeah, I have quite a few notes, too. And we actually, we did take two nights to watch. We did because, well, let's... No, I'm not going to out you. I'm going to out myself. I'm going to out myself. This is what happened, everyone. Last night, yesterday, I was at a golf outing all day. I had to get up at four in the morning for this golf outing. And it was brutally hot. I mean, I was exhausted when I got home. So I tried. We, I sat with Sarah. We got through maybe the first, oh, it was not bad, hour. Well, yeah, no, we got through a decent amount. I we got, so. Yeah, but I just started to fall and asleep. And I recognize that. And, you know, typically when she's falling asleep, she I nudge, I yell. She gets mad at me. I'm a torture chamber. It's really and, mean. And um, today I was just kind of like, you know, or Monday and I was kind of like, you know, I'm now currently working a full-time job too. <laughs> you can't even. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's, really? Okay. Okay. I understand the exhaustion. I, I, know how, I know how busy you are, Sarah, your new full-time job. So, so what were you saying? You understand because... I understand your exhaustion. I was just going <laughs> to just gonna let it go. I appreciate your understanding. I mean, it's good. And to, look, tonight we watched it. watched earlier. Yeah. We're actually taping the podcast a little We're not earlier. like loopy now. We're not loopy. Oh, clearly, we're not loopy. <laughs> anyway, we oh have a lot God. to unpack. We do. I mean, so much. But remember, they started out right at the Rose Throw Ceremony. Rose Ceremony. <laughs> Rose. I can see how this is going to be tonight. <laughs> okay, we started at the Rose Ceremony after the whole Carl fiasco. Oh of my last week. gosh! And the the she makes her statement. You know, she yeah. says, she gives her speech about what she's here for, and and uh, and they and here's the thing. I, I I don't know if I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but um, who who's who's the guy who's the virgin? Mike. Mike. So Mike kind of comes forward. No, no, you're jumping ahead. Oh, you're sorry. jumping ahead. Sorry. Go. Are you talking about the actual rose ceremony? Yeah, what are you talking about? Like, the cocktail party before. So, like, Greg oh. goes to comfort her. I thought that was, you know, we mentioned the past week how we were impressed when, I think his name's Andrew, went to comfort her. Greg went to comfort her. And oh, Carl's right. all like, right, he right, won't right. say a name. And he's like, the guy has to come forward. And I'm just like, what a who, who, who? No, it? you're right. You're he's right. just being a total loser. Like, shut up, Carl. Yeah, we're over Carl. Well, we were over Carl. We were over Carl last Carl week, but it just us. really, like, it really solidified that we are over Carl. Everybody's over Carl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now continue so, with your mic point. Sorry. So what I was really impressed by, so then they're in the rose ceremony, and she's giving out the roses. Yes. And Mike comes forward to get his rose and pretty much says, takes his moment to speak. Yeah. And says, listen, Katie, we're, we're like not about this. Carl's a problem. We're, we're in solidarity yeah. in the house, which was a pretty powerful statement. I have really not yeah. seen that on the back. Uh, yeah, I have two things to say about have it. You ever seen, have we no. ever seen that? And it's like, you know what, Mike? Like, thank you. Because there were so <laughs> many times when I feel like there's a villain and it's like between him and someone else when they get the rose and 
it's like the villain gets the rose and everyone's just like oh whatever like oh they canceled the cocktail party we can't say anything it's like no like you have your moment front and center right facing whoever the bachelor bachelorette is to say your feelings when you get that rose you know you can do that and it's like I feel like there were so many times I wished someone had said something in that moment like hey like so-and-so's lying or hey so-and-so's really just like not a good person so-and-so said this like right there right then well no no i've never seen anybody do that he's the first in all my seasons watching but here's the thing happy you did it yes but i just want to put something on in the parking lot do you know what i mean by that have you ever heard that expression now that you work full-time i don't know if any of you this has come up any of your work meetings but i often will use at work the term the parking lot when you're having a conversation about something but if something comes up that's a good point Mm -hmm. but you want to revisit it later so you like put it in the parking lot so you know it's still up there but you can talk about it later so i guess i just want to say yes i know mike did that i know it was a really good thing and we're like go go pump pump but i do have a parking lot issue around that which i'm going to circle back to later on this podcast Okay. is your curiosity peaked? No. Oh my god, I'm kind of confused. Like, are you guys confused? We have this whole like parking lot anecdote, but I'm just confused. But anyway, okay, it's roast. I was also, I was also getting like, do you remember that guy Casey? Oh, with the heart, yeah, protect the heart. Yeah, that language. That it was like a little triggering. Protect your heart. Yeah, it was a little trick. That soon they're all gonna have tattoos with Katie's name on it. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that was a little much. But yes, so I was impressed that he did this. I thought it was hilarious when Trey was like, this is a, quote, nightmare scenario. This is a, was his, <laughs> He's his hilarious. He's so funny. He's like, I don't know, Katie's in, this is a nightmare situation. I'm thinking, oh, this has just begun. <laughs> yeah, and I, I really no feel idea. bad for Katie, honestly. Like, yeah. It just kind of sucked. And, but she, you know what? She, you know, it, it you was know, but what it I was. will say it wasn't Carl and his whole debacle that he created wasn't the only disappointing thing that happened. Oh, and I know you about to roast, roast me. <laughs> you are. You know what's so funny? Did I say, okay, everybody, I said like two minutes ago, this is roast mom night on Bachelor for the Ages. And clearly it is because I know exactly what Sarah's going to say. And I said it last week when we did. When we did our picks, I said, I'm terrible at the picks. I'm terrible. Sarah, and I actually said to my daughter, Sarah, you're much better at this than I am. However, my John, I know what you're going to say. I know what the big disappointment is. He went home. Now, I never, I he, he wasn't. I not why you picked him. Listen, it was he, so weird. He wasn't in Just my kidding. Pi- no, listen, he wasn't in my picks. I said he's a runner up and I have to reserve judgment. But he is, because you know what? Sometimes there's somebody out there in the world who's just super kind and nice and I, and I think john was anyway he went bye-bye i and let's suck talk it. about when carl i suck at the picks i can i just have to say i'm on record i, suck I at the feel picks. so confident in my final four i'm definitely putting justin and not thomas we'll talk about that later oh. but okay no no, no. Oh. i've been very transparent about that the entire time where i thought thomas was uh, heading uh, uh. And I will say that we, I did watch Jimmy Kimmel's picks oh, after mine. You after did. I did mine, like I, sh- you, um, you saw me watch it. I showed I, it to the two. Of us. I wasn't paying we were attention. Watching the family room I wasn't paying attention. Okay, and it was Who the exact Jimmy? four picks that I picked. Jimmy and you are yeah. like this. We're like this. You're we're like tight. Finger, yeah, we're tight. Across, fingers crossed. You are. <laughs> Jimmy and you picked the same. We four? picked the same four. We picked, picked the same, same four. four too. You didn't have Justin. You and your John. No, I didn't. John was runner up. I had Connor. You had Thomas in. You did not have Justin. I had Connor. Roll the tapes. Tom, I did have I had Connor, Thomas, Greg, and Andrew. And Andrew. Yeah. And so, so you had close. the same ones, but you had. I I'm 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 counting Justin, not Thomas. Oh, because Jimmy Kimmel said so. No, oh. because I said that. Oh. Roll the tapes. Oh. Roll the tapes. 
Okay. And I will say though that Carl's exit for the rose ceremony. Classic. Was just, like disturbing. It was classic. It was it was so in character of how he showed up on the show. It's like if I could have scripted his exit. Yeah. But it was so was funny when he left and all the boys clapped. I know. I was like happy for Katie. They, they all clapped, clapped for, for her. her. Jinx. <laughs> They did. So Carl leaves. Everybody cheers. What a rose ceremony. We're moving on with what we think is a, a bunch of group, a gr- good guys. And, and dun dun dun. Then what is up with the group date? It's the, like a therapy. Yeah. I oh wait, I described it as a fuckboy support group. Oh, <gasps> that is true. Do you First know that all, term? No, but I'm a little disturbed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it's like a term coined by maybe my generation, like a f boy, is someone who just kind of like. He's like a playboy. Like, he like yeah. messes around. Like, he doesn't ah. take things seriously. And I feel like the whole point of her saying that was, like, I want to know, like, why like, why are you guys here? Like, why is he yeah. single? Are you cheating? Are you ghosting people? Yeah, but here, here's a couple thoughts I have about this. Yeah. I have a couple things. One, this is a far stretch from the days where the group, yeah, this is a, uh, you know, going and going bungee jumping together or something like that. I mean, this is, like you know, kind of an interesting group date. I, I have to say, I mean, I'm just not overly, it was a little heavy. One, I mean, no offense, Nick, no offense. But how is Nick qualified to be a facilitator of like a therapy session? So I'll actually, Nick Vial, like I know you're listening. I'm coming to defend Nick. Because I, let me tell you why. He has built a brand for himself as almost like this relationship guru, you know? Yeah. Really? Because he's been so successful on The Bachelor. Well, he's now, let me tell you, he's in a relationship with this woman now. She's, like, stunning. Like, so pretty. And I think he kind of says, like, I learned a lot from all my failed public relationships. Mm. And, like, on his podcast, he has a whole, like, every other episode is him taking, like, listener advice questions. Okay, well, I mean. So I will say, like, I don't know if. His qualifications are debatable and subjective, but that is the brand he's built for himself. So, keeping that in mind, well, here's it does the thing. fit. I, I like Nick. I remember when he became The Bachelor, we were like, We were yeah. happy. Yeah, we were happy. We were happy. So, I don't have any problem with Nick. I like Nick. I just was kind of surprised at that. But given what you've just said, okay. I mean, that, that, that okay. sounds Nick Vial, I'll be waiting for listen- my thank you letter. I'm going to be listening to his podcast. I think then. it's a good podcast. I'm going to listen. I've listened, have you to, listened to it? I've listened to a few episodes. Okay. I see a lot of clips on it on TikTok. Oh, okay. Um, All right. But, you know, Thomas just kind of said how he thought he would have a platform and giving this weird, creepy smile. Aaron has now picked his new person he doesn't like. And Connor talked about his story, which was, you know, he was a little bit of a drinking addict and he cheated on his girlfriend but really bettered himself because of it. Well, so those yeah. are kind of the stories that stuck out. Yeah, those were interesting. Me. I was more, I mean, so Hunter started it all off. Yeah, and I, I, I forget his story, but he I remember had a failed moving. marriage, and he. Oh yeah. But what I he kind of really goes there, right? I mean, he tells his whole story, yeah. and then we get thanks, Hunter. I mean, I just, <laughs> you know, it was like it was like Matt. It was just like thanks, Hunter. It was thank just, you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. It Katie was just, learned something from Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like that kind of, I don't know, that was something. I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I'm really not sure about sharing those. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you when you are in a, like a group therapy environment, right, yeah. you share those stories or people have been through similar things. You There's trust, you know, whatever. I, you know, 
this 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 environment is not that first of all this is public yeah secondly it's people that they've just met but that they're going to continue to be engaged with and competitive with in this process so like the whole there's something amiss for me about it's so staged for me and something awkward about it. It was not authentic to me what happened. I understand they all told their stories, but the environment, and you're just like looking at me like, no, I'm just listening. I'm just, I mean, I, I just, don't know if I there agree. was just something about it. I understand that they all kind of got closer in the end. It was very, pos- you know, fine and all of that. But I just think that, um, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I just, no, I see what you're saying. It felt kind of inorganic and like, I, I do think that if I was building a relationship with someone, I'd much rather have those conversations where we were sharing our stories one-on-one because I think it's more intimate. However, with that being said, I do remember when I was in high school and I was a peer group connection leader and we had this PGC retreat and they basically like split us up into two or three groups and whatever group you were in, everyone just kind of shared something that was really hard that they went through. And there was probably, like, 30 people in the group. And it really did bring everyone closer. And so I don't know if that was really the point of the bachelorette, per se. But I don't think it was necessarily, like, a bad activity or, like, unnatural. I just don't know if it was the best date for building Katie's relationship with one of the guys. Maybe it's a generational thing. Okay. Because I... I feel it's just like, like every little... disagreement on this generation. No, no, I don't have it. No, it's not a disagree. It's just, it, no, I don't disagree with you. And I was fine with it at the end of the day. I just felt like it was like contrived privacy. Or there's something, I don't no, know I what I'm okay. saying. I just, well, I, I, yeah. There's a discourse there for me. Maybe okay. I can't put it exactly into my, the right words, but I don't know. And then Katie shares her story about being a victim of sexual assault. Right. Um, and I just, I really like Katie. Like, I feel badly about what I said at the finale of Matt's. Like, I wasn't sure about her. I didn't think it was going to be a great season because I'm honestly really enjoying this season. I really like her. I don't know. I just kind of, I felt like she was just, she's just so relatable and like she's open. And I think, you know, she kind of said it. I liked how she was like, consent's important and I didn't give it that night. And it was just like, yeah. I oh, know, I just like what she stands for. I think she's very strong, and I like her. Yeah, I like her a lot, too, and I agree with those, you know, those attributes about her that that you like, and I thought, you know, that was also an environment where she opened up, and I, I don't know. I'm back to the whole just feeling like I, don't, I didn't love, I, if I never saw another group therapy conversation date mm-hmm. on The Bachelor group date, I would be fine. Okay. So we have the night part of the group date. Yep. And Connor, B and her have a conversation. And I have to say, Mom, like, I really agree with you from last week. Like, their kissing is just, like, too much for me. He's an aggressive kisser. Like, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, let's It's just talk a about lot. That. It's like every time he kisses her, he lifts up off the chair. Yeah. And it was funny because, like, she had said something that, you know, he was like, she was like, you're a catch. And he was like, come here. And it was like, oh, my God. Like. <laughs> I know. It's just, chill. It was chill. There, there are a couple other things. I don't know. Before she got kissing, making out with Connor, mm-hmm. I was impressed that Jen, just in her conversation with Justin, did you notice? Justin. I know. Sarah's totally team Justin. But I wondered, did you notice that he said, you've got a great group of guys? 
Like he, no. yeah. I was like, wow. Good I was for impressed him. with that. Good I for thought, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> Just a bro being a bro. You yeah, know. totally. Hyping up the boys. Yep. I thought I thought that was pretty impressive. I had the same note. I'm like, Connor is an aggressive kisser, and it goes back to my question around. Is he always, let's just say. I think that's how he he is. You think he always kisses like that? I don't know. All right, and then she talks to Thomas, too, and he started to make me feel weird. Like, red flags. Red red flags. flags. Like, Katie saying that he dodged a question. Absolutely love that for her. Like, call him out. Yeah. But, like, I just feel like he's just always talking about how, like, he's so, like, falling in love and fear and love. And it's like, how are you falling in love? I've never seen you have a normal conversation with the girl. So... I I was sitting there looking at Katie thinking, all right, she she you know, she has this whole conversation with him, but she she doesn't buy it. You know, she's she sees through like, wow, she's really a real deal bachelorette. Like she's like us. <laughs> like she sees through his shenanigans. I'm thinking the whole time. That's what I, I was know. thinking first round. She's blinded by the height. Tom, Thomas <laughs> the height. The height. It's the height. It is. Because the more I look at his face, I'm like, eh. He's like, got he's, he's got a fine face. He does. He's very, like, chiseled. It's, it's the and... height. It's the height. What is that? Why do you say that? There's just something about... A tall guy. A tall guy. What about a tall guy? It's just nice. You feel like you're kind of taken care of. Yeah. Yeah, I get that feeling. Proud they ate their Wheaties when they were kids. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I think... I, I think if she, I think she's kind of starting to see the bullshit, but she's just, like, keeping him around because, like, well, I thought she, why not? This is very interesting, and I know I'm jumping a little bit ahead. In my mind, you know, I didn't think she bought it. I thought she was kind of guessing him, thinking, okay, Thomas is going to go. Like, you know, I think she's like, I see right through you. And then he comes back. See, I thought she was kind of like, this is a little fishy, but, like, whatever. Well, that's how I thought she was. But I didn't think she was anywhere close to sending him home. No, I, I, I was holding out hope. I was like, oh, maybe she really sees through it. Well, clearly you're right. But what I was thinking at the time. I was just adding No, it. I know, but I was thinking at the time. It's just a vibe. But then he comes back, and he really lays it on thick. And then I wrote in my notes, oh, no, she fell for it. Like, mm. she, she fell through his... Because as soon as he said what he said, she was like, really? And then I was like, oh, It's so gross. No, Let me tell you, Katie. I would be running for the hills. When he came back, I was like, fear and love and all these emotions that I feel. I'd be like, relax, I bro. Like, we've spent a total of maybe five hours together. I know. And you feel it's like you love... I know. That's I stuff. would feel suffocated. Yeah. Okay, good point. So but, the rose um, goes to Connor. Connor. And I thought I don't know. I thought I thought, you know, the whole conversation that it was the guys weird that had David with Thomas. David got a shout out though for the rose Who and we never David? saw it. Why don't they give him any airtime? I know. I Justice for David. Yeah. More airtime for him. I know. I just feel like I don't know this guy, but he's there. But anyway, so Oh, the, I thought it was so funny when Aaron like, when Aaron and uh, Thomas got on a little beef. Oh, they were beefing. And but Aaron, Aaron was like, that's disrespectful, man. That's disrespectful. I Take know. my time. That's disrespectful. I, I know. Like, but, you know, God. can I just be honest with you? So, now here's the thing. I know we were talking a little bit about Aaron last week, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't like him. I, mean, I don't like him was right. because He's like a drama guy. He's a drama guy. It's like he's always in it. And I'm like, Aaron... Like, I'm looking, candidly, when all these guys are having these conversations about all this, and I have some more thoughts about this as we go on, I'm thinking to myself, the more you're in the fray of this, the less I think you're good. I know. I'm getting worried for my boy, Andrew. 
Yeah, yeah, but he's not too into he's it. He's not in too into it. But he was it, like shaking his head, even he's, not making he's some passionate gestures about it. He definitely, he definitely is. Um, so, so anyway, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, we got rid of the other drama, Carl. So there has to be, there has to be some kind of drama. Yeah. So it's totally fine, you know. Um, yeah, they got rid of Carl too quick. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to think of something else. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then that's kind of wrapped. Do you have anything else about the group date, or should we jump into the one-on-one? Let's jump into the one-on-one. I have something else to circle back to with the guys, but it came after the one-on-one. Yeah, I have something to circle back to. But okay, great. Okay, so one-on-one with Michael's going well. You know, I really, you know, last week I did say that I I thought it was nice that Katie reached out to Michael first at the rose ceremony to chat with him, but I didn't see their connection long term. And I have to say, like, I think I was wrong. You know, I saw the connection for him. I think he's just such a good guy like and he was like better looking to me i think because i started to like his personality yes me I thought too he, i had I thought he got better looking and i was like oh maybe they could maybe they could be a thing, thing. yeah um, maybe also because we know his story yeah i don't and know she's just such a good guy and i really like how she handled that story that how she was just kind of like i love because i do agree with her i think it'd be easy after he referred to you can see how much love he had for his wife and i think and still has, and so I think it'd be, it's easy as, like, the new girlfriend, maybe, to feel threatened, and I think she handled it so well by saying, like, I love that you have that love, and we can have something different, um, and I think he handled it well, so yeah, I, I really that liked was, that. I like that, too. I think their language, I like the way he explained it. I, I liked how he said he was kind of okay to kind of take this pause with James and, and invest in himself a little bit. I I agree. Their language, I thought, was really good about how they talked about it. It was very mature. But yeah. then again, she says She says she thinks she could be falling in love. Yeah. But, well, because he's a grown-up. Yeah, he's a grown-up. He grown is up. a grown-up. I got grown-up vibes from him. I was he's, like, he's a mature Well, he's 36. Man. I mean, he's a grown-up. He's had a life, life, incredible life experiences, things he has been through. He has a, a sense of perspective where, candidly, I can't even imagine. I mean, here, think about Let's think about this for a second, Sarah. Yeah, think about okay? it. Okay. Let's think about the fact that you've got the bunch of guys around a table and there's, you know, Aaron upset that can we just have perspective. There's Aaron upset that, you know, uh, Thomas watching on his time. There's Thomas talking about, I fear I love, he loves someone in five days. He can't believe this. And there's all these people, you know, trying to make judgments about a platform. And then there's Michael A., who literally left his son at home, fell in love with like the love of his life, lost his wife, battled breast cancer with her. I mean, like, like, like yeah. perspective, it's like, he's a grown-up. And I know this show, I know the target of the show is not expecting that people who have all these amazing, like, all these, like, really deep life experiences to make them, give them that sense of maturity. But I have to, I'm asking you, and I, look, I say this to you all the time. I know I'm all over the place right now, but I'm definitely making a point. I say all the time, you need an older guy. Yeah. I think there's, you need a guy who's, like, just a little more mature. This boy, sh- these these guys this are like boy boys. It's I mean, awful. It's awful. Like grow up. Cut the boy shit. Cut the boy shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Nobody will like. Hey, boys. If there's boys, <laughs> all of our boy listeners, it's not attractive. It's not attractive. But I will say, like I did, like after hearing Michael like, talk and seeing him act on the date and how much love he had for his wife, like. And that's what I said. I was like, he got more attractive. Yes, like that's my point. That's my point because there's I something. Because I think a, a woman like Katie, a woman like you, 
like a more mature, someone who's looking more like seriously at their life, really thinking about, you know, not hooking up, not the, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I think that, that, I think that interest demands a guy who has his shit together. Yeah. And, and, and the testosterone bullshit that we see so much, and I still see in grown men out there in the world. Like, yeah. I still see that shit. It's yeah. like, really, guys? Yeah. Like, when I see a guy like that now, like a 50-year-old guy acting like that, I'm like... It's so weird. Like, what is up with you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I completely agree. It's so weird. You know, I don't know. And then that, I worry sometimes that if a guy in the, his mid-20s has that, does he grow out of it? I don't do you think, think so. You know, what it, you know, I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? I don't I don't know either. It's worrisome. It's just like fine and grown. Well, it's I like, you know, my, no, because I think the advice. girls that act like, I don't think girls ever grow out of their shtick. You know, there's some girls that have their catty yeah. shtick, and I don't think they ever grow out of it. You know, the it's popular true. kids at high school never leave that. Yeah, I, I just would just say to you, like, find find a, a, a grown-up. Like, I don't know, please. <laughs> for you, girl. I'm saying for you. Yeah, but anyway, that is what, whether she goes with Michael or A or not, or, you know, and, you know, whatever happens with them, and obviously he's not in the top, you're in your top picks, I think he may go longer than I thought he would. Yeah, 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 I agree. But, I think after tonight, I was like, that could yeah. be a dark horse. But my lesson there, the whole big thing there is... There's something attractive about the maturity that someone brings to the table into the, I agree. in this game, in this contest. I agree. Yeah. Okay. I just had to kind of make that make that point. And meanwhile, so while this whole date is yeah, going after the on, date, the boys are the guys are debriefing. Mm-hmm. There was a moment um, before you know before they debrief with Thomas, mm-hmm. where they were kind of without Thomas. He was I don't know what Thomas was doing, but the guys were all debriefing. And they're talking about, you know, kind of kicking him off, like, you know, making a play to kind of get Thomas off the show. And here's where I have a moment to say. I know that that worked really well. I said in the beginning, this is my parking lot. I'm taking it out of the parking lot and bringing it back. I want to say to the guys, when did you become the Bachelorette? Like you, like, Like talking about the fate of the contestants and thinking that you guys in your solidarity can start voting people off the island. (laughs) I know. Like this is not Survivor. I know. She's the Bachelorette. So I actually... Think the guys got a little cocky that that worked for them. I don't I like that. This is Katie's journey and her decisions, and so I don't. I'm not in on this. Yeah, I agree. I kind of think like you gotta let Katie figure herself out, and I do think that like Katie's gonna feel a bit more strongly. Like I don't know if Katie will be sweet as much. I think Katie wants to figure out Thomas for herself. I don't think she wants to be told by all the guys. It's like it's giving me like. Hannah B, Luke P vibes. Like everyone's like Luke P, Luke P, such a villain, Luke P. And Hannah B was like, "Shut up! Like this yeah. is my journey. I'm gonna right. make my decisions. Like you guys keep telling me what to do, and it's just making me mad. Like let me figure it yeah. out." And then she had her moment where she realized, and that was it. Goodbye, Luke P. And I think I did. I know, like I'm not. I don't know what his deal is, but I did start to feel bad for him when all of them were like. Going up, like, attacking. Just because I feel like that's a hard position to be in. But then when he's saying, the problem is, is they're like, did you ever think about being The Bachelor? And it's like, I'm sorry. No one anymore goes on this show without the thought passing their mind. It's like, oh, well, if I don't end up with the right. lead, I'm going to, uh, there's a chance I could be the lead. I No, think- no. 
No one does that. So when, but when you're asked the question, if you ever think about it, you have to deny, deny, deny. You can't say that you ever thought about it. You have to deny, which made me think maybe he's not the brightest bulb. Sharpest tool in the shed. But here's the thing. I'm with you. And I think, I I don't know, made me a little sympathetic to him. Like, I don't think he's, you know, whatever. But I, I, I think, you know, maybe he was just being super honest about it. And here's the thing. Like, I... Okay, so you all know, like, I would like thinking about, like, nominating my son, Justin, for The Bachelor. For all you listeners out there, I have this adorable 23-year-old son. (laughs) Anyway, Justin will, you know, it's not Justin's thing. But I have thought to myself, well, gee, I'll nominate him for The Bachelor, uh, for The Bachelorette. He'll go on as a contestant, and he'll probably end up being The Bachelor because everyone's going to love him. Like, that's why, that's me's mommy talking. But even I had that thought. Like, it's human. Like, of course. No, I remember when, like, on Colton season, they're all thinking On Colton season, like, Cassie and Kaylin were, like, two in the final four, right? It was Hannah G, Cassie, Kaylin, Tasha, And, like, I remember there was this conversation between, like, Kaylin and Cassie, and they were like, well, one of us is going to win, and one of us will probably be The Bachelorette. Like, yeah, she, they, like, the two of them were like, all right, it's definitely going to be us in the end. Yeah. One's going to be this, one's going to be that. And then they got in trouble with it. It ended up getting back to Colton. But it's like, at the end of the day, like, you don't go into the show not thinking like, wow, I, I could gain some social media followers. I could, like, yeah. they're all perks of being on the show. It's yeah. like, you can't. You think you make it on the bit. I mean, like. There's all these yeah. options. It's a nation. It's Bachelor Nation. So and, like, like, they they birthed that. Yeah. So they can't. But then, and so it's like, he's, so let's talk about this. So Thomas is being honest. Like, so yeah, what? I we don't, don't know, like Thomas or I don't know. What, what do we think about Thomas? I don't know. The thing is, is, like, all the reasons why they're so mad isn't really what's bothering me. Like, I, I'm being bothered by what I've been saying in the past few weeks. I just feel like there's no substance and I feel like he's just saying what he thinks he should say without like any real feeling and it's, yeah. it's honestly at this point like weirding me out like if someone were to say they're falling in love with me after spending like five hours with me I'd be like I mean I get it I'm great but yeah totally relax yeah no yeah. I hear you no I think that's a good point yeah so I, I you know I guess we will see we will see what happens but the guys guys banding together and picking their week of who they're gonna vote off vote off the island is uh is definitely I don't know. It's like Bachelor Gone Survivor or something. Bachelor Goes Survivor. Is that my... I don't like that. Anyway. No, it makes sense. So, um, any news? Let's see here. It seems that we have some confirmed contestants that could be on BIP. Should we read them all? Yeah. Let's hear who's on BIP. I'm excited. Oh, wait. So... These are spoilers. Oh, we Never don't mind. want spoilers. We're not doing oh, that. We're not don't doing do that. that. I'm so excited about BIP this year. Yeah, me too, because we have so many people. Because we have all the girls from Peter Season 2. Yeah, because COVID oh, yeah, happened. Right, we have all that. I mean, there's a lot of potential contestants, and and I don't know. I just like I like Bip. Um, and what, what did, did? Okay, we heard about potentially the host for Bip. Is, or yeah, is or it could be rotating too. It could be rotating. We're not I sure about that. Yeah, no, that's a lot of good stuff. So yeah. overall, Sarah, like your. Well, I guess the question is, would you change any of your picks? I think we already talked about yeah, that. Yeah, solidifying Justin in for Thomas, I. Michael A threw me for a little bit of a loop. I'm not gonna lie, but I want to see, I want to see how that continues because I think he could possibly have a little early date advantage right now, mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it could slow down. Yeah. So, I guess I have a question. Yeah. Do I have to be like someone who comes up with the picks? 
Because here's the thing. I know it's like a thing people do because Jimmy Kimmel does it and you always nail it. And I'm just not that good at picking the picks. I don't know why. I you guess, got three out of four of them. I right know. Right now, oh, your four picks are in it. Your I know, but the four picks are in it. But the, the people, there's so many people I feel like I just don't know yet. And I think they're going to emerge. Yeah, well, we All said right. we would give it to we'll week four. We finalized week four. All right, I'm But also, in. if you don't want to do it, we don't have to do no, it. No, right? we're doing it. Okay. We're doing it because you can always show me up. Or you can show me up. No, it's not about that. It's just no, kind of like know. a fun thing. Like, I don't it care if all, my, if all my picks are wrong. I don't really care either. Yeah. You know what? It's we just like, want Katie to be happy. It's true. It's it's also like true to Debbie that one of my picks the week after I picked that would get no, it voted so off. It happened funny. to me last time. It happened to me another time. I picked like yes. Sarah or something. I don't remember the it blonde. It totally did when like Bachelor Fantasy League yeah. was a thing. I think I always like had that problem. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Yep. But yeah, no, this is this is good. We got a lot a lot going on. Perfect. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Bachelor for the Ages. Make sure to subscribe, leave us a five-star review, follow us on Instagram at the Bachelor for the Ages podcast, and we'll talk to you next week.